On this Hash It Out podcast, find out how Jeff's romantic weekend turned into a nightmare. <laughs> find out how much it cost Kate to replace her car horn. Yeah, it was like 60. Don't say it now. Oh. Plus, we speak exclusively to celebrity chef Pete Evans. But he already spoke exclusively to new ideas. Oh, that's not what you meant. Oh, yeah. I lost in translation. Oh. It's all in this installment of the Hash It Out podcast. Ange and I just got back from a magical weekend away. Did you? In Port Ferry. Oh, did you? Yeah, we got gifted like two nights accommodation <gasps> oh, at this that's so place. Nice. And, uh, well, it sounded nice, but unfortunately, Uh-oh. the romantic weekend turned into a nightmare. <laughs> Why? I'm going to have a <laughs> sound effect there. What happened in the world? Port Ferry is supposed to be nice, isn't it? Have you been there? No. Well, it's small though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice little country town and yeah. we thought it was going to be great as well. Day one, mm. we had a sort of, we got, it's a long drive. We got there, good accommodation, good digs, yep. got a bike the next day and we thought we'll go for a ride. Now, everybody had said, oh, why don't you go and check out Shearwater Island, uh-huh. which has got like a nice lighthouse there. Yep. Apparently, there's echidnas running around. Um, Those two things on their own probably wouldn't have got me on a bike, but anyway. Wallabies as well, I think. It's like a nice, well, there's not much else to do there, let's be honest. Oh, right. So we hired at the end with cakes. We hired a couple of bikes and we thought, all right, we'll go down and check out this island. So we we ride on and the track's looking quite nice. Then we hit the the, the sort of trail. The track turns into like a trail. Mm -hmm. Carcasses of dead birds. Oh, no. Everywhere. Like, I don't know what had been there, oh but they'd done some serious Alfred damage. Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Heads missing. I don't know, for the listeners, like, Angie's an animal lover, and yeah. everyone, everyone says they're an animal lover, but this is a woman who, during the bike ride, had stopped to help a snail get across <laughs> the road in case somebody, like, rode the bike behind us and squashed it. So oh she got off God. her bike and picked and up the snail, the snail and put moved it in the grass. It. Or oh, bless her. She was traumatised because yeah. she around. It wasn't a nice little country getaway. It was a nightmare. <laughs> it was. It was like a nightmare. What had happened to these? Like a fox or something? I don't know. Oh, my. So you didn't get to the bottom of the massacre. <laughs> no, we just hightailed it yeah, out of there. Yeah, get out of there. That's a warning. It's like, we don't like city folk here. So... Look, I didn't get to the bottom of it. I don't know. Really? How could you just leave Look, a mystery like that? We just, we got out of there and we thought, <laughs> let's just put it behind us. We're going to have a nice meal at the local pub tonight and it'll yeah. be fun. And as it turned out, it was a nice meal. There was yeah. a, like a carvery there. So you could I just... hate that word. That is the worst yeah, word. vegetarian. Yeah, but it's just a bad word. Like, I mean, why do you have to really rub it in what you're going to do to them? Well, it's already happened. Yeah, I know, but it just seems... Seems in poor taste, Carvery. <laughs> what would you what would you like to call it? I don't know. Like just I don't know, it's just a bad word. Anyway, go on, we can edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> so you sit down to a carvery. Yes, and we had yeah. a very nice meal together. It was a good yeah. atmosphere in there. And then there was we noticed that there was like a kid's like an arcade room there. Oh yeah. And um, right up your alley. As you know, Angela's from the Gold Coast, so she loves that oh, stuff. So yeah. we're like, well, let's go and check it out. Maybe we'll have a game of the thing where you shoot the baskets yeah. or Daytona or I don't know That's what's the in there. That's the only floor in her otherwise, like, perfectly classy and stylized personality. We got in there. There's only one game. What? There's only one game. And you know what it was? What? The Big Buck Hunter. Oh. <laughs> That's what a nightmare. A big Buck Hunter's not even a kid's game. It's an adult's game. Well, there were, yeah, there were kids playing. In fact, there had been like a family that looked like they were, had gone out for like a <laughs> dinner 
And as they, as the like, they were shooting the bison, and the bison's like, <laughs> you know, limping around, and then eventually falls to its death. Like the family cheer, <laughs> they're celebrating, like that they've taken oh, down this terrible innocent yeah. creature. It was a nightmare for Ange, who yeah. well, now I realise has endured the word carvery and the big buck hunter in the in her arcade. She must have thought you've taken her to some like RSPCA like non-approved retreat. I know. Yeah. God, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Was that the end? Uh, unfortunately, not. On the drive home, we stopped in Warrnambool, and Ange had to witness me slaughter a quarter pounder <laughs> McDonald's. Did you make it all the way out of the drive-through before that happened? Or? No, I didn't even chew to be honest. So who do you like for the gold logie? Oh, I don't really like any of them. Oh, no, I mean, who, who do you think is going to win? Oh. I don't know, that was so weird. Like, I was just about to say something and then before I got to actually say what the name was, I totally lost interest in the whole conversation. Kate's worrying trend. I've heard two things while I've been out shopping recently that actually have made me, I think the thing is LOL. Yep. Yep. That means laugh at other yeah, people. No, you it? don't have to. Oh, right. <laughs> the only thing that makes it all is when you over explain it. I just thought some other people think it means lots of love. Yeah, but like you said, they're not the people we want listening oh, to this podcast. True. Go away, those yeah. people. Right, twice in the last two separate occasions at a large suburban shopping centre, I've heard one. <laughs> basically, it makes you glad that these children are not your own. But I heard one small child tell his dad that he was a dick. <laughs> like, as in that the exact quote was, Dad, why are you such a dick? All right. Like, that's bad. Yeah, and like, I, I, I hear this sometimes too, and I'm like, yeah. I can't ever remember saying anything remotely. No. So why is it happening? Is it the I media? Don't know. Who do we blame? Who do we blame? <laughs> Can we make some music for who do we blame? Um. And the other one that I overheard was some little child, I'd say they, this one's probably a bit older, maybe they're eight say to their parents, where's my f***ing iPad? <laughs> Is that not even a sentence I've heard before, <laughs> let alone, like, say it to, for a child? The, the, the kids definitely know because I was at a cafe yesterday and there was a girl who had learnt the phrase, I shat my pants, <laughs> and she was just saying it over and over again. I shat my pants, I shat my pants, and I'm sure she Seriously, didn't know. Seriously, didn't know what it meant. No. I reckon these both were old enough. No, we're in context. To, yes. All oh, right. Yeah, it wasn't like my dad's bought me a special treat. Well, yay, my daddy's such a dick. Like, it was <laughs> like, I want something, you're not giving it to me. I want to hurt your feelings. Why are you such a dick? Like, you know, you, you sort of, I would imagine that you're paying a mortgage for them. And oh, yeah, that's you're the... You're sending them to school. <laughs> there's, the, there's not a lot of gratitude. Yeah. That'd be hard to cop. Yeah. Because I remember my dad sent me to a private school at great expense to him. Mm. And probably a few times where he was thinking it wasn't the shrewdest <laughs> investment he'd ever made. But I was a kid, I didn't give his stuff. So no, like, exactly. Oh, he threatened to send me to a public school. I'd be like, I don't give a yeah, shit, just exactly. do it. Like, yeah. And God, that... Oh, yeah. Annoyed him. And I think as well, this is because this is probably in deep psychological territory that we don't always take our listeners to, but yeah. I think you only know your own experience. So, like, I sort of think to that little kid in the mall, you should be so glad that you don't live in Syria, you little dick. Like, why don't you sort of, you know, cop on, you've got a great life and your mum's only whacking you over the head every now and then and whatever. Like, I sort of wanted to say to him, I'm not going to in a war zone. Or... But your response to him calling his dad a dick was to say, cop on, you little dick. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, Have yeah. I got that right? 
Hang on, I don't think I've approached it the right way either, have I? I think, is that where we've got to? I worry that we're getting further away from the solution. Yeah, I know, and closer towards a lot more problems, I know. Bonjour tout le monde, this is Gabriel Gatte presenting my new cookbook, Cooking with Butter and Cheese. Jesus, that's a bit on the nose, Gabrielle. Oui, and I've really hit the nail on the nose with these new tasty creations. Uh, yeah, but I actually think that's gone funky, Gabrielle. Bien sûr, it's funky and delicious. So spoil your mother on Mother's Day with my new cookbook, Cooking with Butter and Cheese. Mate, can you at least use a knife and fork? There's always a tendency to romanticise the past. Of course. I know that. Yeah, I know. yeah. I know keeping that, that in mind, yeah. I, I do think that young musicians need to understand when you do a cover of a song, some consideration has to be given to the intent of the song, right? Yeah. So the other day, Ange and I had a market and we're walking along. There's a busker playing yeah. guitar and I'm thinking, oh, Good one. Don't do originals, Busker. No one's paying for that. No. Do covers. Well, he was smart enough to do a cover, but he was doing a cover of uh, Pride by U2. I don't know if you remember that song. Love that song. In the name. Yeah, and it's about Martin Luther King, I think. Yeah. Real passionate, call to arms type song. But he was doing it in a hipster kind of way. It was sort of like, in the name. What? Love, Love. What more in the name of love? What? Like he doesn't even, hasn't even had enough Red Bull or something? What's that about? Well, you know, there is a bit of a trend like that hipster sort of, yeah, yeah. Uh, normally you get a banjo, grow a beard, wear some yeah. braces and yeah, yeah. you're away. Yeah. I'm not saying that that style of music's bad, but mm. I just think when you're trying to adapt and a song. if you're going to do that, then pick a folk song. Pick like early Bob Dylan and go to town, hipster man. Bob Dylan, yeah. Look, I wouldn't mind if they did Dylan. Yeah. There was another one, like, I remember when uh, one of the Beastie Boys died, Coldplay did. <gasps> one of the Beastie Boys died? Yeah. That's like from our generation. I'm sorry to break that to I you. I didn't know this. I don't know his name or anything. Wow. So but you, that's sad. That's, yeah. What yeah. were your favourite Beastie Boys songs? I only know the one, that thing about fighting for the right to party. <laughs> right. You know other ones that you've... Isn't it, do they have more songs? <laughs> Well, yeah, back to that. That was the song that Coldplay covered when they died. Coldplay but they did it like a, "You gotta fight." Oh my God, Coldplay could stuff up anything, couldn't they? To party. Oh, Coldplay could make any rock song sound like middle-aged divorced woman bath music. Seriously, <laughs> just light a candle. Wow, you really don't like oh, Coldplay? Cold, oh no. Really? no, they like give white people a bad name. I reckon. <laughs> Everyone's all like... There's a lot of people doing that. Yeah, well, right. Donald Trump. <laughs> I just think we should have a moratorium on some certain songs. Yeah. I, I don't mind... Agree. Any anthems, I reckon, are off limits. Yeah, don't do any anthems. Like um, You're the Voice by John Farnham. <gasps> or... Such an anthem. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do K-San. No, no. Just don't, just because I don't want to hear it ever again. And I think the only other one would be the, probably the Richmond theme song. No. Don't touch it because it's sacred. Yeah, but... You haven't been hearing it all that much, so. <laughs> It'd be nice to hear it, don't you You know, um, tailors, this is a different topic. You know, if you've got a handmade suit, which you may well do. Yeah, I did once. Did you? In Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, yeah. They ask you if you dress left or if you dress right. <laughs> <laughs> they do ask you that. Oh, shit. No, it's true. What? Why? Because it doesn't actually, I mean, I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of them, but they don't always fall forward, like, 
straight due south. <laughs> like sometimes they go. No, to I one... know that. But <laughs> how know. does it affect the tailoring of the pants? Well, maybe they put an extra, I don't know, <laughs> couple of <laughs> couple of millimeters of fabric on that side. Oh, who's told you that? It's true. What about for girls? Well, I think that does sit in the middle. Oh, you mean boobs? Yeah. <laughs> segment that I would like to call how much is stuff maybe you could come up with a special like introduction uh yeah, probably some... not but yeah go for no? it anyway. oh I thought it would like you could get like a cha-ching or I'll just say oh, I could do that yeah oh well you've done it now. I've done it now yeah how much is stuff right how much is a horn <laughs> see no one knows <laughs> no one knows right See, my, uh, like my a horn squeegee uh, no, no, clown horn. horn. Oh, right. Uh. <laughs> On your car. Oh, sorry, right. How much is a car horn? Oh, I, I have, have no said. idea. See, if, if a mechanic rings you up and says, hey, Jeff, you know, thanks for bringing your car in. We need a new blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they get horn. me every time. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, seriously, he could have said it was like, I don't know, $200 and would have thought that's what horns cost. Have you got a faulty horn? Yeah, the horn's gone. The horn <laughs> doesn't work. What, so you push it, nothing happens? Nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't go. <laughs> No. No sound at all. Zero. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think, like, it's a safety issue, especially on a, like, you know, this is on a 1996 Seeker where there's no airbags or anything. So you need a horn. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. Have you, have you ever used it? <laughs> Worn it out. Well, like, maybe it only comes with a certain number of beeps, do you think? Is it like a pacemaker? <laughs> maybe, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, we don't know, yeah. No. So anyway, it turns out a horn is only $60. And I sort of thought that was quite cheap. <laughs> Because I don't know how much is stuff. 60 bucks. Well, people know now. Yeah, they've, got a, they've got a high watermark anyway. How much would you have paid? I wouldn't have gone over 35. No. <laughs> Do you know what the, um, I'll name them and shame them. At the Volkswagen place, yeah. when they put water in your car, they charge you for it. Uh, but does it the soapy water? No, the water bit that, I don't think it has soap in it. It's like. Oh, not for the washing Yeah, fluid. the bit that cools the thing. Oh. Yeah, they charge you. <laughs> it's water, Volkswagen. Isn't that, that they use coolant? Go, well, they have coolant as well, but there's also water in there. So they're just charging you for the water? Yeah, so we could come up with one of these. What sort of water is it? It, it just said water, like distilled water or something, but it was water. I'm not using the... Evian or that one, that Voss one that comes in <laughs> yes, a glass bottle at the so supermarket. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's like a sprig of mint and a lemon <laughs> thing in it. <laughs> You know, I seldom lower myself to read a new idea. No, you, no, that's a lie. You read them all the time. You never buy them. <laughs> anyway, they're, they're, they've covered Pete Evans's wedding. How did I know he'd get latest... married in a white linen shirt? Yeah, well, you're looking at the pictures here. I've got it open for the listeners. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just thought I'll give you a few bullet points of what happened on the day because, oh, you know, I mean, he is a bit of a strange cat and I thought you yeah. might wonder... Was it a traditional wedding? Or, yeah. And straight away you've picked up as there's yeah. no suit. It's in a it's in a park. Oh my um, God. So anyway, they've got a few kids already too, don't they? There's there's two kids I think that were his already. Oh, the yep. second marriage. Yep. And his best man was Trevor Hendy, former Iron Man. <laughs> really? I heard here. that name being bandied about because he's now working with an AFL club. <laughs> It says here that standing with his best man, Trevor Hendy, this is according to New Idea, yeah. Pete says he was overcome by emotion at the sight of Nick and the song she'd chosen for her entrance. The girls rode into 
Jeffrey Gurumul Europingu song. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Which is significant to Trevor and Pete. Sorry, hang on. Did you just say the phrase road in? What do they ride in on? Oh, yeah, sorry, a horse. What? <laughs> Are you serious? The pair were blessed by mystical weather, which included sunshine, clouds, and a smattering of drizzle. No, that's just weather. <laughs> that's not mystical, is it? Uh, I think you had to be there. Right. And this is probably the part you would have loved the most. Their friends from Peace, Love, and Vegetables supplied them with bottles of coconut kefir and kombucha. Instead of champagne. <gasps> what, he doesn't even drink alcohol on his wedding day? Do you know what kombucha is? No. I'm it's pretty sure it's like a mushroom that you put on top of water and then you drink the fermented water underneath. What? So if it's a choice between that and some champagne. Yeah, mushroom water and coconut and lime. Yeah. Oof. But anyway, at least they had a nice cake afterwards. For the yeah. cake, a friend from Lake um, Cabarita Restaurant in northern New South Wales made a divine four-layer carrot cake. Filled with nuts, seeds, and spices, and layers of decadently creamy cashew cheese. Oh, yuck. <laughs> this is bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> I don't see why you can eat normal things on that show, on My Kitchen Rules, and you can't eat a normal thing at your own wedding. I know. She said they had the cake for three days later. It was obviously quite a big one. Or it's just that hard to get through. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Probably a rhetorical question for you. Am I a pharmacist? Well, not qualified. <laughs> no, not qualified. But here's the thing that I think about all the stuff that you can now get really cheaply from the chemist. Uh -huh. I think that you can pretty much make up your own pharmaceutical rules. Really? Yeah. Like save, it, save money on going to a doctor and getting yeah, a prescription. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think really? you can just diagnose yourself and um, go up and get a range of different things and take them in whatever order and at whatever dosage you like because really... Well, can you give me an example? Well, yes. So recently, if I have a headache... Right. Um, ..you could, like, potentially, I know, like, look into the source of the headache. <laughs> That'd be silly. <laughs> or you Give could... me a quick fix. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So I've heard about this thing where you can, what people call piggyback medications. Uh -huh. So you can first take two Panadols, but then everyone knows that you should wait a while before you take two more Panadols. Yeah. But in the interim, did you know that you can take two Nurofens? No. Yeah. I thought they were essentially the same thing. No, because they're different things and they harm different parts of your body if they're overused. <laughs> Great. I know. So you could take like the Panadol, which I think like affects your liver. If you have too much of it. Oh, right. And the um, Nurofen, like ibuprofen or whatever is the non-brand name, affects your kidneys. Beauty. So you can actually <laughs> double up essentially. And yes. And you don't need to be a pharmacist. Great. Yeah. So I'm just thinking now I don't need to either be or go to a pharmacist either. Like yeah. I was downgrading from the doctor to the pharmacist. Yeah. And now I'm just from pharmacist to internet. That's I don't know, I just think maybe that's a good health thing that I can put out for everyone. <laughs> is that the end? That's the end of the podcast. That's oh, all we've got time for. Is that for. all we've got time yeah, for? I've got to wrap things up right there. Oh, my goodness. That one hour and eight minutes. Yeah, people can leave a comment if they want to continue this conversation. I wish they would. Frankly, I've had enough, but yeah. um, you'll be on the comments yeah. on the blog, so yeah. you can ask any questions. That's it. Follow up. I'll be live. I'll be live blogging after this. Great. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah, yeah. I will be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.